Well, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Welcome again to, to this telecast. Today, um, we are um, unraveling uh, the mysteries of the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Uh, my mind keeps going to um, Miriam, that's uh, our Lord's mother. Hallelujah. Uh, the Bible tells us that after her visitation, after the uh, angelic visitation, and after the announcement of her um, soon-to-be-born child, um, or her uh, soon-to-get-pregnant, um, she kept these things in her heart. Uh, she pondered so much by herself, never shared with anyone. Hallelujah. I perceive very strongly that that's because she understood or she already knew that such a delicate or such a, a big responsibility uh, demands some uh, secrecy or uh, demands some bit of quiet. Hallelujah. Praise God. Uh, I see most of us in the body today uh, when we are beginning a new business or we're beginning a new project or maybe even when you you, you are pregnant or your wife is pregnant, uh, tendency of young people uh, going online to Facebook, Instagram to post pictures and stuff like that. It's okay, um, you know, if the world was that um, that um sincere or that good but well, we are living in midst of uh, different kinds of enemies and people who um have different kinds of thoughts it probably would make sense to hide uh, your miracle praise god now let's pray hallelujah father we give you praise we thank you for today as we lift up our hearts and lift up our eyes to you. Your, your, your word says that uh, I'll lift up my eyes unto the Lord for um, the Lord is in the hills and my help comes from him. So we look up to you, O oh God, for help. Uh, we ask that the spirit of wisdom, revelation, uh, utterances, um, ability to receive life uh, be made available to us. Father, I will pray in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, if we're to look at the book of Genesis, because we're looking at the book of beginnings, uh, we'll see that um, the Lord, um, when it had to do with the creation of man, uh, said, let us make man in our image and let uh, them have uh, uh, dominion. And then, it continues to say, um, be fruitful, uh, multiply, replenish the earth, subdue the earth. Hallelujah. Now, most times when the Lord speaks, he doesn't give us everything. You know, sometimes people think that uh, he, he, um, he, they just think of different reasons why the Lord uh, would keep some parts from you now i would think from what we have been studying uh, for some time now that 
he wants to keep, you know, especially knowing fully well how much we blow our mouths out, how we haven't actually learned how to be silent. Okay, so he wouldn't give us everything. Okay, and then gradually he will begin to um, unveil whatever it is that uh, he has for us. Praise God. So if you look at where it says, uh, be fruitful, uh, multiply, replenish the earth, subdue it, um, your mind would go, uh, uh, you would be wondering what, what does it mean to be fruitful? Uh, when you hear the word fruitful, your mind should go to something like a, a tree or a fruit bearing, okay, fruit bearing, um, living, organism or living uh, object, okay? Praise the Lord. Now, when we see things like that, we should understand that God is dealing with us and using prophetic language, all right, to help us code um, the blessing or what it is trying to make available to us. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, I see that part of um, Jewish writings is that they focus, or the Lord focuses on agricultural you know, terms, you know, like animal husbandry and also, um, you know, um, planting of trees and fruits and seeds and stuff like that. Hallelujah. Now, I perceive that it makes it easier for the people that he's talking to to understand what he's saying. Why? Because their whole life, their whole civilization, their culture is surrounded around agriculture. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It's not like now when we have uh, maybe the banking system has transportation, medical, and different professions, but then uh, it was majorly uh, agricultural, you know, uh, terms. So most of the people were into agriculture, to farming, okay, either um, animal husbandry, like I said before, or um, just uh, Farming of crops. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So, coming back to what um, and what I had started before, um, it is a mystery, okay? Uh, probably a bit, you know, difficult to understand how one can successfully. Uh, operate in maybe three or four dimensions. Why am I saying this? Because we have been so used to the physical. We have been so used to the material realm. We have been so used to this tangible um, aspect of life that we don't pay so much attention or we probably don't even believe that there is another dimension that is so real. Praise God. 
Hallelujah. Now, most of the times, people don't pay attention to their dreams. Okay. Now, most of the times also, when we dream or when people dream, uh, whatsoever it is, maybe a snake chasing you or, or you know, you ate something and different kinds of things that we have come to know or learn because of the African culture, talking about people from this side of uh, the planet, okay? The tendency for us to either get into fear and feel that, you know, either evil people or evil spirits would gain access to you through your dreams. Now, if we have been able to uh, take it seriously in the region and area of fear, what about us also taking it very seriously? Okay. Um, in the more progressive uh, aspect. I don't know if I'm making sense here. Hallelujah. You see, if from a dream, you can believe that someone can poison you, then it should also mean that if you saw yourself probably lift up in the dream and fly, it could also mean that that is a possibility. I, I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Now, what God has done with man, if you look at the book of Genesis, you will see that it clearly tells us that um, he first of all created man in the realm of the spirit. Okay? And then after that, he now came out of the realm of the spirit and came to the dust of the earth and molded man. And then scripture tells us in Genesis that he breathed into the nostrils of the man and then man became a living soul. I hope you see. Praise God. So, Man, first of all, was created in the region, okay, of the spirit. And it, it is tangible, okay? Man was actually fully developed in the realm of the spirit. Okay, and then remember, okay, is the real thing. That's what I'm trying to get in the realm of the spirit because that's where the real man is. Because and female, him. Okay, <laughs> praise the Lord. So the real being. 
is the spirit, okay? And then he brought uh, the, or he came out of the realm of the spirit and formed a casing, which is this, okay, this flesh or this suit, and then breathed that being into this, uh, um, this earth suit, okay? And caused an intermingling or fusion of the spirit and this body. And that intermediary is what you call the human soul. Hallelujah. So if you are to look into it, you will see that man has the ability, the potential of fully officiating and operating in the region of the spirit. Can you see? Fully. That is when you become conscious and aware of who you are. I hope you hear. Now, in the same way, man can also fully, okay, officiate in the soulish realm, emotionally, you know, and other aspects of that dimension. And then physically, see, I could touch stuff. I can see that. So um, effect, I can even punch this thing effectively, okay? Hallelujah. So you see that man is able to, okay, fully, if he or she, can come to that consciousness. Hallelujah. Now, this is the area that I perceive, or we perceive in this community, that the Lord wants us to, you know, kind of lay more emphasis, okay? Lay more emphasis, because that's actually where it happens. Have you ever noticed that, you know, People with, in the dark arts, you know, maybe the witches and wizards and stuff like that, they go to the back office to conclude the matter, okay? They go to the realm of the spirit because they are conscious of the fact that the realm and the dimension of the spirit is actually what holds the key to the physical realm. But I see most people want to spend so much time in the realm of the physical, okay? And hope to, you know, uh, um, dominate, dominate, okay? In the realm of the physical. Now, the only way you can dominate in the dimensions of the physical, all right, is when you go to the back office, to go and take care of things, come into control of situations. Hallelujah. Now, Yeshua puts it this way, that whatsoever you bind in the realm of the spirit, when it comes out to the earth, to the physical, it is bound. Or whatever you lose, you get what I'm saying, or vice versa, okay? So why? Because he knows that the realm of the spirit, the dimension of the spirit. Actually, the spirit is what holds the key. Now, 
where does the human spirit go to when he drops this suit? What happens to the soul? Definitely, it goes somewhere. <laughs> it definitely goes somewhere. And that place it goes is actually where he came from. I hope you hear what I'm saying. I mean, just try and imagine a little child. How, how come children are born? Now, a lot of times we always think of the physical, the emotional, the, you know, the man and the woman and all that stuff. Now, what, we, I don't, <laughs> this is not the sex education, okay? But the point is that there's something that triggers on, okay? When, the, you know, some, like, sometimes what we call it chemistry, I, I call it spirit, okay? I call it soul, you know, some people say soul ties. I call it, you know, that uh, connection between this and that, you know, and a fusion taking place in the realm of the spirit. So whatsoever it is being done in the realm of the physical had already been concluded in the realm of the spirit. That's why Yeshua said that any man who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery, okay? <laughs> what is it saying? It's the matter has been concluded. Why? Because man is a spirit being. I hope you hear what I'm saying. So the call today is that we should spend more time consolidating, building up, okay, the realm of the spirit. Scripture says, building up your uh, most holy faith. Okay, building up your most holy faith. I hope you get what I'm saying. So there is a way to build up your most holy faith. Praying in the spirit, studying God's word, meditating, spending time uh, in meditation, not just muttering, but meditating visually. Did you get that? Meditating visually. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Now, um, I grew up in, in Kaduna, in the northern part of Nigeria. I love the, the landscape. I love the, the skies. I love the dusty, um, uh, you know, the, the, the grass and stuff. I love the expanse of, you know, of, you know, dry land and, you know, the et, et, um, et, uh, tones. I love those colors, the brownish things and the wind and stuff like the dryness. I love it. Okay. And the last time I was in Kaduna was 1965 just while the civil war was about to start, I've never forgotten Kaduna. I've had dreams. I've seen myself, you know, drive in the streets of Kaduna. I see myself, go, you know, I've seen myself do stuff tangibly, tangibly, okay? Now, I perceive that we 
as the people of God. The time is now when we begin to engage the realm of the spirit, where we can walk in the realm of the spirit, who can effectively insist and affirm uh, circumstances, situations in the realm of the spirit, because that's where we come from. I remember when I went to Israel with my wife and we went to a mountain, you know, the Mount Carmel, and uh, my wife saw uh, some of the foliage, the, you know, the hills, and she shouted, honey, remember I told you this, I told you, this is where I said I had I have been to, I've been here, I've been here, I've been here. <laughs> Hallelujah. She could remember that she had come to Mount Carmel. Now, but sometimes because we don't place so much um, importance, or we don't recognize much of that realm. You know, we see it as a dream, okay? But yes, it could be, it could be vision, but again, it is real and tangible. It is possible. I've, I've had times when I've communicated with some people and uh, I saw some things in the dream and I knew exactly that this is going to come out into the realm of the physical because whoever it is that I was dealing with or the situation, I knew that those guys were tampering with some things and I took authority over it in the spirit before it comes out into the realm of the physical. Now, that is when you are in a defensive mode, okay? But there's also an offensive mode where spirits are on their own. Like in Nigeria, we say, when trouble they sleep, nyanga go go wake up. Okay, so we are the Nyanga. Okay, so you, you will actually intentionally, you know, roam in the realm of the spirit. Hallelujah. I'm not talking about um, witchcraft here now. I'm talking about when you are meditating, you know, when you are meditating. Where, uh, uh, some years back, I, I saw myself. Um, in a choir and it was in a spiritual dimension okay one other time i actually met an angel and he was singing a song and i begged him to teach me the song he looked at me and walked walked on and after a while i saw another scene where i was actually singing that song so which means that that angel has given me the ability to understand the song and to sing it. Now, the time has come when we should stop leaving dreams as, you know, in fact, sometimes we will forget about those things. No, you shouldn't because that is your realm. That is your world. That is your dimension. Hallelujah. Actually, the Father himself wants us to bring out the things of the spirit into the realm of the physical. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's have a Now you want to ask me that what authority do I have to say things like this? 
one thing I know is that you and I are not ordinary. We didn't just appear from the, from the sky. We didn't just appear from our father and our mother, you know, coming together, you know, uh, to make us, because that's not what scripture tells us. Yes, uh, that was an agency through which we came out into the realm of the physical. But there is another uh, aspect of us, another reality. Hallelujah. Another reality. Okay. So first you came out of the dimensions of the physical, of the spirit, into this physical world. All right. Now what God wants from you and I is to activate the spiritual aspect the spiritual realm, okay, where, now, if I continue, don't think I'm just trying to get us into, you know, something, you know, like spectacular. No, 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 I'm not, that's not the, what I'm trying to, that's not what I'm trying to do, okay? I'm just trying to bring to us the consciousness of our world and our realm. I hope you hear the world, our world and our realm. Have you ever imagined why the father would tell you that you wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers, the darkness of, the, of this world? Have you ever wondered why would the father give you such an awesome um, uh, assignment? Why? Hallelujah. It means there's something about you that you are not yet conscious of. Okay? That's what it means. Why would the Father give us that kind of assignment? How you know the ratio or in comparison the spirits and us is when you go to uh, the Old Testament to see when the spies were sent into Jericho, okay, or the promised land. Uh, the Bible says that when the 10 spies, 10 out of 12, saw the giants in the land, they said, we were like grasshoppers. So imagine the, the 10 spies said that they were grasshoppers and these guys were giants. So compare a giant and a grasshopper. And yet, those giants represent the spirits who are holding onto our, uh, our inheritance, okay? And don't want us to gain access to our inheritance. Hallelujah. Uh, they do that by causing a whole lot of deception to, be, to flood our minds and, uh, and force us into... Uh, 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 appreciating and engaging the tangible aspect of this world called Babylon, so that we will be so uh, carried away and flooded with the demands of Babylon that we will not have any time to look into our real world. Do, do you see that? Praise the Lord. So we have to begin to wrestle, okay? Wrestling doesn't mean a physical um, um, interaction between us and the spirits. No, the spirits are going to be giving you downloads, okay? Downloads. And you and I are supposed to 
journey in such a manner that will begin to engage the spirit of wisdom and revelation. The spirit of discernment. I hope you hear what I'm saying. What, what, is, this, what is discernment all about? Is to discern, to come to the consciousness, to for the, the pathway to open up, okay? In such a way that you are able to be conscious. Hmm, a spirit just came in here now. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You are conscious. Because sometimes spirits sneak in. I remember a long time ago as a young man, I had gone for Duncan Williams' uh, uh, meeting. It was such a powerful meeting. Okay, I was living in Satellite Town at that time. I was single. And I was lying on my bed that night. They also have been so charged up in the spirit, okay, from that meeting. And as I was lying down, suddenly from the depths of my sleep, I just became conscious that I was not alone in the room. And I opened my eyes in the spirit and I saw a dark being with a hood standing beside my bed and looking over me. <laughs> Immediately, that being uh, realized that I was conscious of his presence. You know what he did? He just walked past, walked through my window. Okay. And I could see him. I wasn't turning and following him, but in my spirit eyes, I could see him walk, okay, to the end of, the, of my house and then walked out and I saw him through the next room. I was, my eyes were clear. I saw him walking out through my gate and he walked out. Of course, I began to intercede and to pray. I smiled and say, you have lost this one. I got you. Praise God. Hallelujah. So we have to become conscious and not be afraid of the realm and the dimensions of the spirit. Because that's where you came from. That's your home, for crying out loud. That is your home. Hallelujah. That's your home. Praise the Lord. That's your home. Now, look at this one. Genesis chapter 1. What were you made of? We're made in the image and the likeness of God. Now, it is only those who are made in the image and the likeness of God that can have dominion. Can you see? Have dominion and have dominion over all the other creatures that God has created. Now, I see believers. Now, I want us to pay attention. I see a lot of believers, okay, that enjoy, you know, playing games, you know, scheming here and there, okay, and then looking for opportunities to capture and get something from fellow believers rather than doing what the Bible or what the Lord expects from you. He expects you to be your brother's keeper. He doesn't expect you. The father does not want you, does not expect you to play tricks on your brother, to deceive your brother, to look for a way of, you know, um, uh, overcoming your brother so he can dominate and influence 
and rule over your brother. No, that's not what. Don't waste your the 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 the, the power that God has given to you for negative stuff like that. Because there's a whole lot of assignment that is waiting for you. Actually, if you're not careful, you are actually submitting to the influences of wicked spirits that want to have dominion, not only over you, but also over your brother and over the church. That's why it's important for us to understand our position as gatekeepers, understand that we are supposed to be watchers, and understand that we are not supposed to submit to unnecessary offense, okay, and things like that, because we are priestly. And not only are we priestly, we are priests that are, are, are kings and governors, and we are, um, we have been given the, the authority, the audacity, the mandate to dominate, okay, to rule, to uh, subdue, okay? Subdue means to uh, engage, get used to, and bring in control, all right? Uh, things and putting them in proper perspective and in order. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Uh, one other thing is replenish. Replenish. Most times, people don't understand that aspect of their Christian life and the mandate of replenishing. We have to. This is the time, this is the season where we will not only dominate, we also, we have to um, uh, uh, um, what's the word now? Replenish. Subdue. Replenish. Hallelujah. Now, a guy came to Yeshua. His name is Nicodemus. He's a ruler among the Jews, okay? And, of course, he didn't want to uh, come uh, in the daytime when his uh, other um, members of uh, you know, the elders of Israel would see him and uh, call him a betrayer. So he went by night. So he was pondering over some things. He, 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 he was able to notice that this guy, <clears throat> even though he's younger than us, uh, uh, we, don't, we don't have any information uh, 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 of the school where he studied his, uh, his um, where he studied, okay? But there's something about this guy that is different from us. We have schooled in the best pharisaical uh, uh, schools, okay? Under Gamaliel, under this, under that. Hallelujah. Praise God. Uh, <laughs> praise God. Someone just asked a question. I'll get to that. Praise the Lord. So you see that they had all that, all right? But Yeshua just came from like nowhere. And then he's, he's like, um, the whole world is going after him. So Nicodemus came back and said, came to him and said, good master, 
says, uh, we know. He said, we know. So which means that the Pharisees and the rulers and the, and the fathers of the land, they know that this guy, you know, uh, is a teacher come from God. And then he now said, for no man can do these things which you do, except he has an endorsement from the father. What did Yeshua say? Yeshua said, except a man is born from above. Except a man is born from above. Says he cannot see. The, he cannot be able to decode. He cannot come to the consciousness of the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. So it means that that move alone opens up another realm and another dimension to you, which you must. So, so please, child of God, let's stop playing games. Let's stop playing, you know, let's stop, play, stop playing games because, oh my. Let's stop looking for things that we would use to outshine our brothers. Because that's what we do in the church. There's a whole lot of assignment that we have not even scratched the surface. Except a man is born from above. Except a man is born from the spirit. He cannot, cannot see the kingdom of God. So what gives you access to the kingdom of God or the nature of God is when you are born into a new realm, into a new new world. Hallelujah. So the guy was shocked. Like, what are you trying to say? Are you saying that a fully grown man like myself? Because he knew that Yeshua was telling him, are you saying that even as old as I am now, I can go back into my mother's womb to be born again? What are you saying? And Yeshua said, Except a man is born of water, which is the word, and of spirit. Did you see? It says he cannot be granted the access to fully officiate, to fully re, uh, uh, live and dwell, hallelujah, in the realms, okay, of the spirit or um, officiate and actually participate with the Godhead. Praise God. That's practically what they say. Let's look at that, that scripture and I hope I, I don't get carried away from there. John chapter 3. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Look at um, verse, let's look at from verse five. Okay, it says, John chapter three, verse five, it says, most assuredly I say to you that unless one is born of water and the spirit says he cannot enter the kingdom of God. And then verse six, that says, that which is born of flesh is flesh. And that which is born of spirit is spirit. 
Hallelujah. It says, do not marvel that I said to you that you must be born of the Spirit. Verse 8 says that the wind blows where it wishes, and you hear it, you hear the sound of it, but you cannot tell where it's coming from and where it is going. And then he now said, this is how the people or those who are born of the Spirit, this is how they are. You cannot decode them. You cannot have any access. So listen, child of God, your, the people in the village cannot access you. They can't access you because they don't know the dimension and the realm you are operating in. It's not that which um, they can gain access to you. What is giving them access to you is your fear, your inability, your you're not being sure of your identity, who you are. So you don't know whether you are spirit or whether you're flesh. So because of that, there's a confusion on uncertainty and it, 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 it kind of uh, reads and flashes uh, in the realm of the spirit. And they're able to know that this one doesn't know where, who he is. <laughs> Let's go catch him. That's, that's, a, <laughs> that's, that's a, a kill there. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, Someone had asked that I should talk about the replenishing and adding value to the earth. Now, what uh, uh, that would come later in the teachings, but what that actually means, replenishing means that, I mean, imagine yourself now, you in your house, you, you go to a grocery store and you buy food for the house. If your food finishes, aren't you going to go back to the store to go and replenish? Yes, you will. So anything you take from the earth, anything you take from this environment, the Lord doesn't expect you to leave the place desolate. That is what the uh, the, the 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 unbelievers and the, the scientists and all these wicked people who go around and they deplete the earth of its riches and its substances, and they don't know how to bring it back. Did you get that? They don't know how to replenish. Praise God. Now, when we begin to actually um, um, officiate in our place as sons of God, all right, you will see that the whole of creation would begin to clamor and rejoicing. Because the Bible says that when the righteous prospers, that the people rejoice. rejoice. And then when uh, the wicked perishes, there are shots of joy. So we have to begin to occupy our space as the people of God and our children of God, as governors and as rulers of this earth. Hallelujah. Praise God. I, I, I don't, I, um, um, like I said, we'll get to that at some point later. Hallelujah. Now, look at the book of John, the same book of John, chapter 1. All right. And look at from verse 11. Okay. Talking about the word. Talking about Yeshua, the son of God. It says that he came to his own. Okay. He came to his own. Uh, and his own did not receive him. And verse 12 says that, but as many as received him, to them he gave the right, the audacity, 
the power, the authority, the, the genes that aligns them to those that are called the sons or the children of God. Now, the time has come when you and I would begin to take the word, you know, literally, exactly what it's saying. Now, if it says that you are not born of blood, and if you say they are not born of the will of the flesh, and if it says that you are not born of the will of man, and then if it clearly states that you are born of God, then child of God, you are born of God. Something happened to you, you change. You are no longer the same. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us that if any man be in Christ or in the Messiah, if any man be, if any man can be in the Messiah or in the Christ, says he is a new creation. All things are passed away. And all things have become new. And then it says, all things are of God. So you are no longer of this earthly lineage or genealogy. You are not. You are in this world, but you are not of this world. So if you are not of this world, child of God, then which world are you from? If you are not of this earthly genealogy, then who's your father? I'm asking you, who's your father? You have to come to terms. You know, you have to come to reality. Okay? You have to come, bring your mind, arrest your mind, address specific issues. One of the issues is, who are you? Hallelujah. Who are you? How come you can, uh, you can sit down here and you can roam around the streets of Houston, or you can even go to Japan. How come you can be here and you can imagine catching a bus in the UK, in, the, in London? Now, that's not just imagination. That imagination that those images can be brought to reality it can be brought to reality i said it can be brought to reality hallelujah growing up i had a friend okay and most of our friends used to mock and laugh at him because he he was always talking big. And they used to laugh at him. I've forgotten the, what they used to call him. So they used to mock at this guy. Today, he has a television station. He has a, a big time uh, newspaper. And he's big. <laughs> when I say big, he's big. How? Wow. He kept on speaking. He kept on speaking. He kept on speaking. He kept on dreaming. He kept on living a, a life that he, our friends used to laugh at him and say, okay, hey, stop that dreaming. You're, you're nothing. You're nobody. In fact, I was in a vehicle, all right? I was in a 404 uh, Peugeot car in Benin. 
Benin City, when Ring Road, I mean, we're about maybe seven or eight young boys in the car. And this guy was talking and talking and talking. The boy that was driving stopped the car in the ring road and ordered him to get down. That he was talking, he was lying. The guy came down and he was begging, please, if you should allow me to come inside. Today, out of that group, he has employed maybe about three or four, maybe let me say two or three of us that I know about. I don't want to call his name because I, I, I have to take permission from him before I can use him, you know. But he's big. How did he get there? He could dream. He brought his dreams to reality. He, he, he could dream and he kept on dreaming and he kept on dreaming as he was dreaming. He was acting on his dreams and he, you know, he, kept, he kept on telling himself that he could do it. And he didn't even know some of these principles that were teaching in the, in the body of the Messiah. He didn't know. Praise God. I, I use that to help us to understand that you are somebody. You have the power not only to officiate tangibly in this physical realm, but you can also operate tangibly in the realm of the spirit, in different dimensions of the spirit. Praise God. Hallelujah. Blessed be God. Child of God, the time has come. You cannot continue to just cow down in the spirit. I'm not speaking to you alone. I'm speaking to myself also. We can't, you, all power, that's what Yeshua said, all power, both in heaven and on earth, all have the power to even create. Do you know you have the power, the authority to make disciples? Yeshua is gone. He's in the heavens right now. And he has given you and I the authority, the ability, the power to make disciples. It's not a joke. It means that he's handed over the word of truth and the word of life to us. And we should handle it with sincerity and use it for what it is meant for. Hallelujah. So we can now speak life and be ministers of reconciliation. We can now be able to bring those who are lost. Let's look at that. This, this is the last. Uh, um, I'm going to read. Let's see. Uh, look at this. Isaiah chapter 61. He said that the spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord 
and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort those who mourn, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beautiful ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, and that he may be glorified. Now look at verse 4. And they shall, and they shall rebuild the old ruins. And they shall raise up the former desolations, and they shall repair the ruined cities and the desolations of many generations. This is, this is awesome. I mean, <laughs> just allow me to just bear with me. Whether it's it's appropriate or not, I just feel like releasing something that is bogus. This is outrageous. <laughs> it says that they shall repair the ruined cities, the desolation of many generations. Verse 5, strangers shall stand and feed your flocks, and the sons and, uh, of foreigners shall be your plowmen and your vine dressers. Hallelujah. But you shall be named the priests of the Lord, and they shall call you servants of our God, and you shall eat the riches of the Gentiles, and in their glory you shall boast. Hallelujah. You may continue to read, okay? Hallelujah. Praise God. So this is who you are. This is who you are. We've been teaching on kingship, on royalty,
Hallelujah. I, I, I want at this time for us to um, take some short times, uh, a few minutes, and pray in the spirit. Hallelujah. Please, uh, can uh, media on, on uh, mute everyone. Sharabe semehe kedehi raban sokoloditi nemreya dosan agadabosh teleba kadabada sonda omredo sana kalaba egishita maha request to kai kanaka da dogo ne kadabade Rongo dulce de brodo do mochita, onde do your people begin to get their hold, get the grip, and look at the Rather than spend time in the physical bed, go into deep visual meditation, visual and audio meditation. If you have your communion, please, um, it's a good time. Praise God. But I would thank you for the bread and the wine. It's important for us to understand that um, priesthood is um, has tokens, has rituals and ceremonies, and one of them is the bread and the wine, the communion. of the ego. Blessed be God. Hallelujah. If you have any questions, if not, then God bless you. I'll see you again. Tomorrow is uh, 
Melchizedek School. Hallelujah. And uh, we are in uh, the conference uh, uh, season. So I would encourage us to participate in all the daily activities, both online and physically. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord God. God bless you. And see you again. See you tomorrow. Uh, don't forget morning prayers. Don't forget the morning prayers. Don't forget the morning prayers. Don't forget the afternoon prayers. Hallelujah.